Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Playing Around with Paige Renee. PG, Play Around with Paige Renee. Episode three, Genesis LA. We've been everywhere. And skyrocketing. I know. It's been great so far. People seem to love the show, which I was like super nervous about it. And when it was like coming out, I was like having a massive panic attack. And so now the people are like seeming to like it. It's been really, really great. So validating. Yeah. It's just something I've never done before. And then to be just like so open and honest and talk about so many things, uh, it's, it's like just feels good, you know? Yeah, well, you should be commended because you did. You threw yourself out there and you threw some some, some funny but also some vulnerable stuff out and uh, and it sounds like everyone's responding. Yeah, no, they seem to really like crabs, so that's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's actually this story that I've wanted to talk about for a really long time. Pretty much the last like four years of my career and in my life, it was a really traumatic thing that happened to me and I've never publicly talked about it. And I get a lot of messages and comments about people saying that I played the victim. And when I talk about bullying, I they say that I kind of it's happened to me and I do it to myself and that it doesn't I'm not allowed to talk about it. I understand where they're coming from because you see me, you know, crying at press conferences or talking about being bullied and all of this stuff. And it it seems really intense. And then you look at my comments and someone's like, oh, like you're a, you know, like you're a whore or you're a slut. And like, okay, that's that's not still not okay, but it's not that terrible. And so I can see why people were saying that, like, I'm playing the victim and, you know, I'm doing this to myself and I haven't really been bullied or I haven't really been through an experience that was actually traumatic. And so I'm finally, like, excited. Well, (laughs) I'm not excited, but I'm happy to, like, share this with everyone now because it was such a big part of my career, especially during playing and, like, why I have felt the way I felt. So I'm just going to get, like, right into it. Are you ready? Are you? I think I'm ready. Deep breath and tush- <laughs> uh, I, listen, listen, deep breath and take your time. Yeah. So <laughs> I was seeing this guy for a while. The way people date these days is not really in person. It's kind of like long distance online. And so we had this relationship that was just solely based like online through like texting and messaging and all of that stuff. So I, I knew this guy for such a long time. And um, another big part was you just send pictures to them. And I never really thought anything of it. And it was just something that, you know, he asked for. I thought it was a nice thing for me to do. You know, I wasn't like ashamed of my body and he seemed to really like them. So, and I want him to like me. And I thought if I sent these pictures, he would like me more, which is a problem in itself. We can talk about that later. So 
um, you know, we parted ways, everything was fine. And then I kind of blew up overnight. I went viral. And about two weeks into all this happening, I get an email from this guy and he said, hey, just a heads up. But um, this person just sent everyone in the group message a, a picture of you, um, an intimate picture of you. And um, it was to a lot of people. And so it got around really quickly. It went everywhere. And it was horrible. Like when I got that email, I just like my stomach dropped. I just felt so violated. Take your time. And like the worst part was that I had to tell my parents and it was like going to my mom and my dad and saying like, I took a naked picture of myself and I sent it to a guy and to just tell them that was the worst part about all of it. So I ended up calling all of my friends that knew him and I said, did he send you this picture? And they were like, bro code, I can't say anything. And I have his back. And one of the one guy, he did say he did send it to me. And so I knew it was him from this entire time. And it didn't stop there. So it didn't luckily hit the Internet yet at that time. And so I was getting um, messages daily from people saying, hey, is this you? Is this you? Is this you? I didn't know them. And it was horrible. Like, just get these messages from random people you don't know. And they've seen you in such a vulnerable way. It was disgusting and then they would turn around on me so when I finally confronted the guy and I said I can't believe you did this to me and he said I'll never forget this you were the slut who sent it to me Uh, of course and he he said you deserve this and he was like and you and you didn't even just send it to me you sent it to all these other guys well they were getting it from all these other guys and then claiming I sent it to them of course and so it was this huge thing And so I finally started to get over it slightly, a couple months, but I would still get it. Every, every single day I'd get a message from some guy saying, is this you? Is this you? Is this you? And so I ended up playing in this tournament in Dubai, uh, the second year. And right before I had to go do a press conference. Well, real quick. So now you're, 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 you've gained a lot in popularity. Are we jumping a little bit? To yeah. That? So we're jumping. So this is over like a four year span. So the, the first section of the story was probably uh, maybe like six months. Okay. So this was after, this was when you were uh, you're on your, I just started like my after college. Yeah. Just at, fresh out of college. Okay. Um, like six months into it. And then, um, like another, like maybe another six months or a year passed and this was still kind of happening, but it wasn't, it never hit the internet and it wasn't like, it was always there, but it really wasn't that bad. But I was, I would wake up every single day. I'd check my phone and be like, okay, am I, am I going to be on TMZ today? Am I going to be here? Am I going to be there? And that was like the worst part. Like I was constantly just so stressed out that like someone was going to see it and someone was going to get it and then it was going to get out. And also like that was one picture. I don't know what else he had or what he was going to release or all of this other stuff. Like if he did it once, he could do it again and again and again and again. And I knew this guy for years. So it was, yeah. and as soon as the moment of trust is broken yeah. now. And the worst part about all of it is I sent some really good stuff and he picked that picture out of (laughs) all of them. Like that picture is the one you wanted to do. Like that was the worst part about all of it. No, but good for you. Yeah. How did your parents respond in that moment? (laughs) So I have really wonderful, like supportive parents and they were like, okay, like we're going to through this. We understand. That's just kind of how it is. And they were like, we we don't want to look at it. And I was like, I like, it's not that bad. (laughs) My dad was so sweet. And he was like, I really don't mean this in like a weird, creepy dad way, but like it was tasteful. Like it could have been worse. And I, and they were just trying to say like anything they could to like make me feel better. And the picture really wasn't that bad. Um, I, I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen it. Um, but I was wearing, you know, like, um, underwear or panties as we like to call them now. (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes. And then I had a, um, open jean shirt and I just had one, uh, breast exposed. So it really wasn't that bad, but it was still the fact that they, you know, violated 
my trust in they broke my trust and it was just such a big violation of my privacy and that was the worst part about it It wasn't actually the picture it was just that I sent this to one person he ended up sending it to everyone right so um back to Dubai so um I went back for my second year and five minutes before I had to go do a press conference I got multiple messages from someone saying, if you don't send me money or if you don't send me another naked picture, I'm going to blackmail you and I'm going to release the photos this morning right now. And it was just horrible because I've just been trying to like push this under the rug for such a long time and I don't want it to get out. And so I ended up doing that press conference and I... Wait, real quick. So five minutes before the press conference, you got the message. You didn't respond. I, sh- I showed my team and I was like, what, what do I do to this? And, and, and was it him, the dick? No, it was some random person who had the picture. How are these people? Are these people getting a hold of you? Through, so through, they don't through, have your phone number. No, through DM. Through DM? Through that, DM okay. on Instagram. Okay, okay. And they were just getting it. So it's like, I send it to you. You send it to your buddies. Your buddies send it to And so it, it just grows into this huge thing. Got it. And like um, a, a club professional even posted on Twitter and like, People in the industry were posting it and talking about it as if it was a joke. And it wasn't a joke. Right. And so it was like five minutes before I went out and I was freaking out. I'm like, this is literally my worst nightmare. Like, I'm already trying to prove myself as a serious golfer. Now I'm going to have this like <laughs> titty picture out there for everyone to see. Right. And so I went to the press conference and I, I lost it. <laughs> I just started crying. Uh, it's like I just think about that moment because I felt so vulnerable with all these cameras on me. And after that, no one knew what was going on in my life. No one knew the half of it. And not only that, but I was struggling with a lot of anxiety, obviously, because there's just so much going on in my life. And then also depression. And so it was like this on top of everything else. And so no one knew. No one knew any of this. So I was getting comments from people saying like, you're doing this to yourself. You deserve those comments because you show cleavage on Instagram and because, you know, you over-sexualize yourself and you deserve this and you have no right to claim that you're being bullied. Meanwhile, I am being harassed and sent death threats and blackmailed blackmailed over this picture that this guy, you know, ruined my life over it and no one knew that and so it's so hard to like sit there and take it and have people think that i was playing the victim when all of this was happening so let me can i just go back all right so the press conference you just broke down right and you just now broke down talking about that Mm -hmm. right so tell me did you say did you say anything at the press conference or was that just a moment where you finally cracked? I just I think I just cracked. So the year before too where I played that tournament, I received a sponsor exemption and I received a lot of hate because of that. Sure. And um, a lot of people were saying that I only got it because of the way I look and I took someone else's spot yep. and I re- was receiving death threats and people were saying I was horrible for golf and a bad role model and everything and so I came back again to this tournament to prove myself. Yet the same thing happened all over again, being bullied to the point where, like, I didn't want to go play. Did the press talk to do? Did anything? Anyone in the press or the during that conference news conference say anything? No one publicly mentioned it in an interview or anything, um, but it was still something that I was always so scared someone was going to ask about it or they were going to bring it up. And so I would talk to my friends on tour and I'm like, like, have you seen it? And they're like, yeah, we've all seen it. Right. Everyone has seen it. And the thing that was the worst about it, and I still get it to this day, it was that guys were using that picture as proof of sleeping with me. Yeah. And that never happened. These were guys I didn't even know. Of course. And I would meet, you know, someone and be like, oh, you dated my friend so-and-so. And I'm like, no. And they're like, but they have this this picture of you. I'm like, I never even met them. And, and I, that was the most frustrating part is that people were using that against me again and painting me out to be this person that I'm not. I, I just sent one picture to a guy that I really, really cared about. And I just did it because I want him to like me. Yep. Yeah. That's the worst part. Of course. And so I ended up playing in Tahoe at, they have a huge celebrity Edgewood. event there. Yeah. Edgewood. Edgewood. Yeah. And so I played, it was my first time playing. I was really nervous and I 
you, they always have like a bunch of people and they bring you, you know, like pictures, magazines, whatever, and you sign autographs. And so there was a guy who was there the first two days. Really nice to me. I spent a lot of time talking to him and what didn't seem weird or anything. So the next day he pulled me up. He said, hey, Paige, I really need you to sign something. And so I walk up. There's so many people around, like lines of people, little kids, and he whips out a blown up picture of my nude. And he said, can you sign this for me? It's for my personal use. And I lost it. Of course you did. I lost it. I, I, I just stood there and started bawling. And the security guard was like, what happened? What happened? And I just couldn't. Like, I was paralyzed again with right. fear. And, like, right. it's just I can never escape it's this picture. So it's always there. It's such a and deep it still And it still didn't hit the internet yet. And so, again, it's like. These little things kept happening where it was like, okay, I think I'm over it. Maybe a month will pass. And then it's brought up again. And it's brought up again. It's brought up again. And it keeps always reminding me also of this guy and like what he did to me and just all the trauma. And it's like every single life event also was tied into that, which was also super traumatic for me. And then so a couple months passed. And for the longest time, my biggest goal was to get Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. That's the one thing I really wanted to get. And so I get a call. And I got it. Ten minutes later, I get a call from my agent. Your picture hit the internet. It was everywhere. So I had to reach out to all of my partners, to Sports Illustrated, say, like, this is what happened. Like, I have a nude. It's out there. And luckily, none of them dropped me. But it's, like, it's so sad that I had to, like, be in that position. Like, I was my fault. It was my fault that I put myself in this position. And now I have to apologize for what this guy did to me. I think you're being, I mean, it's such a deep wound that, that you're, it, you, when you say it's your fault, I know what you're doing. You're owning the story because you, you do own what you did to, to, to send that nude to your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know what you're saying, but fault is, should be the last thing we're talking about. This is just, this is not only betrayal, it's just, it's, uh, deliberately, um, uh, 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 manipulated. You've been yeah. manipulated. And they made me feel so horrible about my body for such a long time, too. Like, I felt so ashamed. Like, I didn't even want to look at myself in the mirror. I didn't feel, like, sexy. And none of it. I just didn't want to see... I, I didn't want anyone to see me that way. But then also on the flip side, it made me so angry that I didn't care what I was doing with my body, too. So I just had this, like, I don't care. Like, whatever. Guys are just going to do whatever. And, like... I just wasn't proud of the person that I was becoming. And it was all just because of like this moment that happened to me. And so it was, it was just, the whole thing has just been like really difficult. Can I, obviously this is a really heavy conversation. Yeah. And like as a female to female, I, it's such a male dominant sports, sport industry. And it's very conservative. So how did you, how did you navigate? Did you feel like you had to navigate those conversations in a certain way? Or did you feel like you had to put on a facade of like, this is my body. I'm fine. I'm, I'm so comfortable with my body that I, I honestly don't care about it when you were talking to, you know, the fellow golfers and that, how did you navigate that as a, yeah, as so a female? I, I think when I would post my message was always like body positivity and love yourself, but, right. and it was, I wear what I wear and it's okay to be sexy. But on the inside, I was so confused and I didn't know like what I stood for, what was going on. And it, it is really difficult because I'd, I'd walk into a PGA tour event and I'm like, they have all seen me naked, all of them. And they're so fake to my face that they won't even say anything about it. And they all shared it to each other and no one can apologize. Right. No one can say, I'm sorry that I did this and I sent it to someone else. I actually have a really important, or important to me follow up question, but, what 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 the thing is 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 it's it's easy to blame Paige, right? And also let's also think about it. She is the focus of all the attention on it either way. The guy that did it, he is he is the weasel and and the 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 thing that works is the men men work on a low common denominator and a high common denominator right and when they can be when they when they can have something that they can brag about they'll go to the lowest common denominator cuz that will get the most people right if you throw it out there that guy sent it let's just say that that weasel sent it to 100 people 
I, I guarantee you 20 of them said, you're a dick. I guarantee you. But it doesn't matter because the 80 are louder. Mm-hmm. Because the 80 now have something to do, now have something to take to yeah. their friends. Mm-hmm. So how, how, how can that be? It's real easy. It's been happening since the first day of time, right? Because that's the high road is, is the high road's hard because you have to use moral courage and well, strength. And I think that people thought I'd be okay with it because I do have more of like a sexy image and like, oh, it's like, what's one boob? What's one boob? But they just like, they're losing the whole message behind it. And the person that I am on social media is not actually who I am. And a lot of people just don't know a lot about my personal life because I don't choose to share a lot of the small details. I'm very open, as you guys know. Like, I don't mind sharing a lot of things, but there's a lot of stuff I do like to keep to myself. And my naked body was one of them. And that was taken away from me. But it should never be behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Like, just because that's your platform doesn't mean that everybody has a right to your platform. You know, it's like yeah. you're getting right. catfished by somebody else's photos and you go to meet up with the person. It's not them. Right. You don't have a right for that photo. There's right. nothing's justified behind that. You're completely lying. You're being shady and manipulative. Right. So I just, I, I think that's the problem with. You guys, this is a digital problem too. I mean, like, yeah. no, sorry. It's not a, it's not a digital problem. It's just enhanced tenfold by, by all the social media. I'm sorry. It it's is. Just, I mean, like. What doesn't make sense to me is that these guys are asking for these pictures, Correct. Like they, they're, they're like, Hey, can you send me this? Oh, right. Or, or, so or why would has you, has anyone seen, Hey, Hey, get in a group with, Hey, I could, I could get it. Yeah. I'm sure. I swear to God, I haven't seen it I'll, and I won't, I I swear to God, I've never seen it and I've never looked for it, but I know I could get it. You could get it in a second. I could but get like, it right now. Here's the thing. It's like, okay, girl sends you nude. That's a good thing. Why would you break that trust? Yep. Why would you do that? Like, it's so stupid that they want to share that with other friends. Like, we all got boobs. Like, it's not that big of a deal when you think about it. It's like, why Why do they do that? And then the guys never get in trouble for it. I have a question, and Josh maybe can help me. When does the male brain change their perspective on, like, women being their badge of honor? Or a, a moment like that. Like, if, if you have kids. Yes. So hearing her story... I'm sure there was a point where you were in the locker room and things happened. Not saying you ever partook in it, but you know you're definitely in no, the no, locker no, room no. environment. And no, no, no. And I it. had and to, no. To be to be fair, yeah, I've I've said some things I've been ashamed of for, as a dude. Right. So what is that? Ch- I think even but, as a woman, we we like we do that too. I agree, but I think there's. There, there's different, different levels. levels. We're talking yeah. about this level right now, and then huge be real, no one wants to moment. see a dick. <laughs> exactly, that's very true. It's not pretty. Um, but so when, when did it a dick pic? We've already discussed dick pics. Yeah. We don't but, like them. But when did it change for you as a man? When did you realize there is almost an abuse here in, talking about women in this level? And I want to be held to a higher standard. Okay. Um, well, I can remember times when I said, "Whoa." I got to clean it up. And actually, it started as early as high school. It started as early as high school because I, my best friend in high school was a girl. Mm. And I heard people, guys on the team that I was with talking and talking about her. And I'm just like, wow, you know, if they were talking about some other girl, I probably would have just listened or whatever, or maybe even chimed in with a good joke or something. But it was my best friend. I was like, oh, hey, motherfuckers, that, yeah. that's not okay. That doesn't mean that I was cured in high school. <clears throat> but that, that relationship, that good relationship I had with a female at that age helped out, right? And that there was a, a mutual respect with that friendship. Well, I always think like once you have like a daughter or well, that's you're married, or, but, any, but I'll get messages from these guys sending me this picture and I'll look at their profile and they have like two daughters and I'm like, why would you, why would you do that? And like the thing too, that was really confusing is the guys that were slut shaming me, they sent me dick pics that I unsolicited dick pics and I had them like in my phone. I'm like, you, you did the exact same thing I did, but why is it okay when you do it? And then it's a horrible thing when I do it. So let me ask you another question. Yeah. I, I have, I have like 10, but this, that, that just hit me on another one. Do you ever feel like taking control of that and sending that to taking the dick pics that they're doing because they know they're almost counting on s- secrecy, right? They're almost counting on you're not saying anything. 
Do you, have you ever thought of doing something with that? No, because then I'm just as shit as they are. No. So for me, like winning in my mind was taking control of my body. So I ended up doing Sports Illustrated swimsuit, and I had again a very emotional interview. You guys are going to know this about me. I cry a lot, so I'm going to cry a lot on this podcast. So I wish bear I with cried me. More. I love, I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm always going to cry. So I ended up having a very emotional interview where I talked about owning my body. And again, no one understood why I was talking about that because of they didn't they didn't understand the whole journey that I had with this picture. And so I was doing this interview and I was talking about, you know, loving my body, owning my body. And in one of the shots I did this, um, I had a couple like topless shots, but one I was just wearing like this fishnet material over my chest and I was I was laying down and I was I was nude, you know, I was completely naked and it, that was like the best moment for me. I felt so empowered and I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm doing it on my terms. And I, and I took it back. I took my body back and that was the moment I won right there when I did sports illustrated swimsuit and I had my tits out. And that was four years later. Yeah. Four years. And mm-hmm. now let me ask you, is that it? That's it. That, then that's that was, it. I think that was the moment where I finally got over it. No more cloud. Yeah, I was like, I did it. Like, I won. What he did, he thought he was going to, like, ruin me. And I turned that into a positive. And now I'm a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. And you can never take that away from me. Hell yeah. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. I did have another question, and, and you can tell me if you don't want to answer mm-hmm. this one, but earlier on when we were, go- when we were rolling on this, you said, um, you, did you say you weren't taking care of your body or it caused you to not take care of your body or hurt your body? I think not in the where I was self-harming, but more just maybe... Um, I don't want to say being like promiscuous, but I wasn't giving myself enough respect. So that was with the way guys were treating me. So I went through this period. Um, it was right after college, kind of right when the picture happened to maybe about two years. And I, I had no self-respect. I didn't like if a guy mistreated me, I thought it was my fault. And I would still I would still send them pictures because I thought my my only worth was my body and they wanted to see that and I had nothing else to offer. And I think that was like the worst part for me because I know how much I am I'm worth now. And I know that I'm like I'm smart and I'm funny and I'm all these things, but back then I only thought that my body would get me attention and and guys only liked me for that reason. And so I I hated that. 
And I think that's how young girls feel like in middle school and in high school because they guys make them they play these like messed up mind yeah. games. You said that and my stomach turned. Yeah. My stomach it like took me back. Yeah. Because they'll be like, um, I'm having a guy will be like, oh, I'm having a bad day. And I'll be like, I want to make you feel better. How to make you feel better. And they'll be like, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, I don't want to do that. And then they, they don't stop talking to you. Right. And so you feel like you have to then send a picture to get that attention again. And so they kind of like play these games with you to get you to do this. And then once you do it, they got it, they share it. And then you feel even worse about yourself mm-hmm. and you're slut shamed. And like, that was the worst part for me. And I think that's why I was the most ashamed about all of this was that I thought my only, my worth was only my body and no one was going to like me for anything more than that. Okay. So I don't, you, you, you know, I have a daughter. Yeah. So, and there's either there's guys with daughters listening right now, or there are the daughters listening. I think there's yeah, both. What would you do if I was your 15 year old daughter and I said, I sent a nude picture and this guy shared it. Yeah. And, um, I would want to kill the guy first and then <laughs> I'd, I'd find the guy. I, oh no, listen, I would try and find the guy. Yeah. I honestly would. Um, my, I, I without, you know, with, with keeping my daughter's privacy yeah. and, and stuff, I, I, there's, a, there's stuff like that, that we have to, I'm dealing with right now with her and, and social, the, the, the Snapchat and all of that, you know, all of the things that are going on right now. Yeah. And she's. She's a teenager, so you got to breathe and breathe and breathe because it's it's all new. And and we 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 said two years ago or three years ago, four years ago, anything you put on there, just count on it always being on there forever. Now, yeah, any single picture you take. And I'm sorry, <clears throat> I'm sorry because a relationship that might be good, that one with the weasel, might have been good at some point. And unfortunately, you in in that relationship, you you got you got burned the hardest. And, I, and the thing I like think back, and it was never good. Okay, so PG, let's do this then. Give me some things that come to your mind that you would tell me or guys like me with daughters or the daughters that are listening right now. Just and take your time, and they don't have to be like, you know, they don't have to be Ten Commandments, but just maybe pages ideas of what would be helpful how to feel strong enough to not do it. I think I don't have kids. So obviously it's going to be hard for me to give the, the best advice because I don't know how it is, but I would say as a parent know that it probably is happening Mm -hmm. and it probably already has happened. And she or he might be too afraid to come to you and tell you that, you know, they're sharing it already and just be, try to not make it obviously awkward. It's going to be awkward, uncomfortable, but just, and don't be judgmental. Don't say whatever you put out, there's going to be there forever. We know that, you know, like you send it and you, you kind of have that feeling like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that or I shouldn't. We know, but like be understanding and just be a support system for them, you know? And, and I think it's hard because a lot of parents don't really understand how things work, especially like Snapchat. And so in our minds, we think that it's something that you just send to someone and it erases forever. You don't realize that they can screenshot it or they can record it off of someone else's phone. They can do all these other things. But I think just be really comforting to them and also make sure they realize that it's not it's not their fault. They're the victim in this situation and that they should be proud of their body no matter what. I think the naked body is beautiful and it, it shouldn't be looked upon as something that is bad. And if you are sharing it, be be strong about it. Like you looked amazing in that picture. That's why you sent it because you looked fucking hot. Yeah. Own it. And just, yeah, I looked good. It sucks. Yeah, but I look good. Own your body and take it back. And I think as a parent, like there are things you can do. Like you can go to the principal or you can talk to your child or you can do all these other things. But I think you need to go to your kid first and tell them like, be proud of who you are and love yourself and love your body. Cause I think that's the most important thing. Okay. And let me just go back a little bit in that what we're talking about is that it, it, it I want to be clear that, and especially to all the dads out there that you did not, you owned the picture to your boyfriend and, and that's not, that's not any of that part. The part of it that, that you regret is, it would that that guy happened to be your boyfriend. Yeah. 
So let me ask you this. And you said you saw some signs on, on and now with 2020, you know, hindsight's mm-hmm. 2020. And let's, hey, look, we're not going to find the weasel, but let's, let's just talk a little bit about him. What are some of those things that, that sort of clicked afterwards? I think if they belittle anything that you say and make you feel like your worth is only your body. So if they say things like prove it to me or um, I won't show anyone or, you know, I... I just want to tell you how good you look. There's like things that they do, but it's not only that, like when they're trying to send you out, look what their focus is. Are they asking how your day is doing? Do they care about you? Are they making an effort to show you love and encouragement and support and other things outside of just your body? I think if you're seeing signs like, I only want to hook up with you. I'm only talking to you after you send me a picture. I'm going to ignore you until you send me something. Um, It's like almost their attention is reward for you sending the picture. So it's manipulation is a big thing. I think it's really hard to see it when you're in it because you just want to seek validation from someone else. I think if you are that person and you feel like you need to prove yourself to someone else and they're not the person for you, they should love you and care for you and think you're the most amazing person ever without ever seeing what you look like that is a gift to them and that's just the icing on top of the cake you are the real prize not your body so let me i'm actually want to ask any of you women that want to answer this do you think that i mean and when you say that it's it clicks in my head that's classic manipulation i've seen it a million times i've seen you know i i've i've watched that happen do you think that young women are more susceptible at a younger age, or do you think it's a personality type? Do you think it's a where, where do you think's the most susceptibility? Like, do you think like at seventeen to twenty, you're more vulnerable to that kind of a dick, or is it it still goes on at twenty four? Or unfortunately, goes on because the thing is, it's, it's the it's rooted in wanting your identity or to feel loved or to feel special or to feel noticed um, through a man. Or through a significant other or a partner. Um, so, so you really get wrapped up in those relationships. And that's why I think you have to constantly re- reroute your thought process being like, okay, you are not my life. You are not my identity. I, You have other hobbies, passions, whatever it may be. But you still always have that soft spot when you are dating another person that you want to feel like they're number one. And, and they want you. And they want you. And, and you feel so desired in that moment. Like you feel like, wow, I'm actually like, you know, doing something that they're only getting. And and that makes you feel like a really special connection, which I think maybe feels deeper to the female versus the male. Oh, yeah. And I I think it's also more on someone's personality. So I'm a real people pleaser and I will do anyone. I'll do anything to make someone like me. And I want, I'll go out of my way to do anything for you. If you're having a bad day, I will drop everything and be there for you. I'll get you what you need. I'll bake you a cake. I'll do all of these things. And so when a guy sees that and a, a, a female, doesn't matter what age, they're going to take advantage of it and be like, okay, well, she's going to do anything for me. Well, then send me a nude, you know, and, and then I'll do it. I'll do anything for you. And like, I, that's one thing I really I love about myself because I think it makes me a very caring person, but I also hate about myself because mm-hmm. I'm at the beck and call of all of these. When it's gu- in the wrong hands. Yeah. Like and so made, like yeah, when I was dating, I would, if he called me at one o'clock in the morning for a ride, I would give him that ride to another girl's place, you know? And it's like, I do all these things and I think back on, I'm like, I am such an idiot. Like I didn't see it, but I just want to do anything I could to like, prove that I was the loyal one. I was the one who was going to be there for him. I was going to, you know, be that person. And he didn't, he didn't care. I think it's not the nurturing, the nurturing um, DNA in the female body where we really want to like nurture and be there and take care of. And so if you need to be taken care of, sometimes it can really go against you. Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, it's your biggest strength. It's also your biggest weakness. I'm a big believer in your biggest strength also being your biggest weakness, but also you you got to understand with with the uh not only um your emotional maturity over a a, a guy has got to be about a decade mm-hmm. at least. Um and that you want these things because you want devotion and love and to be that one person whereas we're so 
goddamn scared of our feelings, period, that we just need. I don't know where I'm happy. I got to. But if I'm happy here, this works. Yeah. So how do I do? You start here instead of here. Mm -hmm. You start with your dick instead of your heart (laughs) or your head. Right. Because that's that calms, calms, calms you down or 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 makes you a man or makes you cool in front of other people or 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 uh, it answers a whole lot of problems. Yeah. And I don't think it's like. A man woman type of thing where it's like all women are like this or all men are like that. I do think I've seen a couple of my friends who are the complete opposite and they don't they don't care at all. And they've actually hurt a lot of guys in the process because they're doing the same things Mm -hmm. that that guy did to me. And so I think it is it comes down to like your personality and just how you are and how you want to receive love and what you're comfortable with, because a lot of people aren't comfortable with actually being vulnerable and open. And it's just easier to push people away instead of taking that in and like n- knowing that if you open up to this person, you might lose them and yeah. then you're gonna be heartbroken and it's easier just to have that wall up and that guard. And I've never been that way. I've been the absolute opposite. Like when I fall in love with someone, I fall so hard and so fast and I'm so, oh, I mean, I'm telling, you know, all of these people I don't even know listening to this podcast about my, you know, deepest, darkest secrets, the most, you know, traumatic times in my life. I just, I love to talk. I love to share. And I, I'm just a very open, vulnerable person. And I would always go for guys who were, had like the biggest guard up and they were just cold as ice. Well, so in a way, though, you are now taking it and owning it for yourself. It's almost like you posting that picture of yourself and owning it and coming from you. That's what this, that's what this episode is turning out to be is you taking all of that and saying, yep, this is what I am. This is how you can manipulate me, but I'm taking the power. You're not gonna. Yeah. And I think that's why I had to tell this story finally, because it was such a big part of my life for the last, you know, four or five years now. And a lot of kind of memorable moments that people seem to always recall back to, revolved around the picture yeah and yes i was emotional and yes i said all these things but it was because i was being harassed and blackmailed and sent death threats and like um, my privacy was being violated and all of these things were happening to me and i was a victim of bullying that is bullying that is cyberbullying at its best right there and that's happening to so many kids these days and i think my biggest advice to those kids if like if you are a parent and you have a kid listening, um, know your worth. I think that's the biggest thing. Right. It still sucks. Like, it still sucks that it's out there and that everyone can see it and that they can do whatever they want with it. And that is so scary for me. And I know I'm going to have a lot of anxiety until this comes out. But my main focus and the reason I wanted to do this podcast is one, to give people a better look into my life and things that I have gone through. But the biggest thing is to help people, to make a difference, to have a voice, because that's how when I went into golf, I wanted to make a difference because I never felt like I fit in. And I wanted to talk about things in golf that were a problem for me. And I realized that I'm not I'm not powerful enough. I don't have enough influence to actually create change in golf. And so I feel like what I've done has been for nothing. And so with this, it's for something. And I think, I think so. I think this is, you do have influence. Damn it. Paige, thank you for all of that. But you guys write in, um, guys, girls, whatever. I don't give a show some love right now because this was a lot and this was painful and, and, and women can share their, their stories as well. Um, but I'd uh, like to hear both sides of it too. I like, if you are a guy that you've shared a picture, um, I want to know maybe why you did or what your thought process around it would be. And then also I think at you being a parent can speak to this, but this is a really big problem, especially with young girls in like middle school and high school and how, how to handle it. And if you've gone through it and what, what to do with that. Cause I think that's, it's like really important conversation. Well, and, and I really appreciate it. So look, I, I have a daughter and she's in high school. She's a teenager, right? And um, you, 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 all of this, all of this cyber shit was not even around when I was, when I was, you know, growing up and then you got kids and all of a sudden this is another thing that can happen to them. And I'm, you know, the, obviously the first thing I did is as soon as she's 10 or 11, I say, anything you put on the internet is going to end up there forever. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But, it's true. but like it's, but the thing is like, that's that doesn't make 
it happens. Mm-hmm. Shit happens, right? And your 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 daughters and your sons, they 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 get to live their own life and they get to make their own mistakes. And I'm not saying you know, that it's going to happen to everybody, but it's going to happen to enough people that we have to worry about this. We have to talk about this. Um, I'm terrified for, for my daughter's safety on 17 different levels, um, all of which you're facing, you know, and whatever it is on the internet and whatever, whatever it is physically when, when men are physically close to, to her and, 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 and when they think they can have a voice with her. And so it, it does. And, and I got to be honest, like Paige, I was not a saint growing up. I mean, I, I have done some none things. Of, I mean, none of us are perfect. We've all made mistakes. And like, yeah. and I think a big thing too, is like, if you kids need to know that if you're underage and you have a picture of a girl or anyone that is underage, you could go to jail for it. It's a really big problem. And I don't think a lot of kids in high school, when they're sharing something, realize that like, they're going to end up in a lot of trouble. So think twice about it before yeah. you share it. Like it's on the other side too. It's, well, it's, it changed a little bit when you, obviously when you're over 18 and then that's, you know, it's a little bit harder to get it off and the laws are a little bit more blurred and it's weird. But when you are underage and this happens, you are in huge trouble. So parents, trouble. that's a great thing for parents that are listening. Parents that are listening, if you want if you're if you're high school kids, there's one thing to tell you right now. If they get caught sh- sharing any kind of nudes or having even just having the picture on their phone, you you you're going to go you're going to get in a lot of trouble. That's a great that's a great deterrent. But look, and the, the other thing that I think that Paige is showing me is that sometimes whether it happens or not, it happens. She 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 got she was betrayed she she had feelings and she had vulnerabilities that allowed her to to take this 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 photo and i think that's going to happen more often than it's not mm-hmm. out there so what 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 we what she's trying to spread and what i think i'm picking up is that let's be kind to to those mistakes they're just mistakes like everyone else it's just it's just unfortunate that now they're they're in quotations forever on the internet so um and don't slut shame the girl like that is just one thing that has always really bothered me um if it happens like just don't talk about it you know like don't slut shame her for something that you asked for like you asked her to do this and she did it because she's awesome and i mean everyone loves boobs like this is a good thing yeah by the way that's (laughs) so awesome yeah agreed like yeah like this is a good thing guys like don't ruin a good thing Yeah, don't ruin it (laughs) but like If you say something in passing because maybe you're just trying to, like, be cool with the guys, just try not to slut shame the girl. Just don't do that. Like, it ruins a lot of things. Like, I have had such a weird relationship with, like, being comfortable with my sexuality and, like, owning who I am and, like, feeling comfortable with that because I've been slut shamed for, like, pretty much since college until now. And, like, I I just... It's just not fun. It's not fun to go through that. It's not fun to think that people are saying these nasty things about you all the time. Just like, don't do it. Heard. That's lovely. It's and, as easy as that. And, and you know what? You can always... Everyone's, everyone's got a place in that food chain. So whether you're not committing or being committed against, you can also help other people by not partake, partaking. Yeah. You're, the, you're, you're brave and badass. And I'm... So girls, so grateful that you dropped that. Yeah. If you've gone through this or guys, if you've known someone about this, please just send me a comment. Like I'm here to talk. I'm here to be an ally for you. Um, I really want to hear from you. I want to be someone that you guys can talk to. So I'm here. Where, where PG, come on, drop it. (laughs) You can email me at par at iHeartRadio.com And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at playing around podcast. And also my personal Instagram, which is Paige Renee. Um, you can send messages to either of them, probably better to send them either to the email or the, um, podcast, um, Instagram account, just because I can see those a little bit easier and better. And we got people reading those. Yes. 
yeah, so um, they'll let me know. But I, I want people to know also that I'm going to personally read them and respond to them because that's something that I've always wanted to do is to connect with my followers. And so um, if you just don't feel comfortable sending it or wanting it to be discussed on the podcast or in any way, you can always send me a personal message and I will write back. I control all of my inst- all of my social media, but especially my Instagram account. So when you get a response from me, my verified account, it's from me. And so I want people to know that I will respect their privacy. And if it's something that you're uncomfortable with or that you're not quite ready to share, but to me, just know that like I will... I'll have your back. I'll be there for you. And I'm there if you want to talk. That was very liberating. I, I'm not going to lie. I feel so much better now. I, I feel really great. And this is just, this is an episode for me that I have wanted to talk about. This is one of the main reasons why I wanted to have this podcast. And so I just want to thank everyone for listening to me talk about this and sharing my story because this is something that has taken a long time for me to come to terms with, not only just the picture, but like myself as a person. So that's it. That is, let's let's spend that's episode three guys. Keep on listening. I have more juicy drama, not just like, sap stories about my life which i actually do have a lot so maybe we'll talk about that next one um but i have a lot of really fun stuff and if you like this there's definitely more to come and don't forget to subscribe like we're we're, we're just like putting it out there barriers to break <laughs> that's what you're gonna do well thank you josh for listening to me I'm right producer here. tori it was it was great we're here for you all right subscribe come back Follow Playing Around with Paige Renee on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.